Hello friends, fabulous ladies. I'm so excited you have joined me for the second episode of Heels, Handbags, and Hustle. I am your host, Rachel Earp, and I'm just so delighted that you're listening. I'm sure by now, if you've listened to my first little intro podcast, you're probably wondering, what what is this weird title? What does heels and handbags have to do with hustle anyways so i thought i'd kind of explain that a little bit the heels and handbags part well it kind of derives from this picture an old picture of me when i was three years old i'm standing outside wearing these like church heel type shoes oshbagosh pink overalls a big long strand of pearls around my neck these huge oversized sunglasses that were probably my mom's and I'm sporting this little handbag that I used to carry everywhere with all of my mom's coupons that she didn't end up using at the store it was kind of her official coupon holder and it's so crazy because it that style I was kind of styling even back then I've always loved fashion and I've really evolved with that over the years believe it or not to this day, um, I still love heels. I still love handbags. But the funny thing is, I'm horrible at picking them out for myself. So my husband, Dale, actually picks out all of my handbags and my heels and actually a lot of my outfits even. Isn't that so crazy? Um, just getting a little real with you guys. But I thought it would tie really into the hustle part because as women, We are hustlers no matter what we're doing, whether we're just full-time mommies or we are fully into our careers or trying to juggle and balance both or maybe we're grandmothers or just a really fun auntie. Um, It really doesn't matter because we all have our ways of hustling. And I think keeping in our vision what our goals are and what we wanna do and what is behind our hustle is what makes us all so unique. So there's my title, there's the explanation. On a really kind of, I guess, current event note, how is this whole distance learning thing going for y'all? For those of you out there, um, all of you moms who have never navigated these bumpy waters before, and boy, can they be bumpy, um, just Please know that you're not alone in all of this. Faint not. This is actually coming also from a homeschool girl who went from third grade all the way to graduation. Yep, that's me. So I am very familiar with the homeschooling and all of that. And if you're ready to pull your hair out or already have, take a deep breath. Distance learning or homeschooling, however you want to call it, is just going to be weird at first. First off... It's a totally different environment. Let's face it, for kids, home is where you play, watch movies, be a couch potato, play video games, zone out on your tablet, eat lots of snacks, take a bath and go to bed. That's pretty much sums up the life of my two boys. <laughs> now, our kids have to stare at a computer screen all of a sudden. This is school. This is class. Read you know, kind of this boring material and wrap their little minds around, mommy is kind of my new teacher. That's a big adjustment for them too. 
For me, when all of this came about, I was like, okay, I got this. I mean, seriously, I was homeschooled. I know the drill. Piece of cake. Absolutely not. (laughs) When my oldest, Lil Dale, as we call him, because he comes from a lineage of Dale dynasties, which I'll explain another time, (laughs) looked at me that first Monday and was like, okay, mom, now what? I actually, I froze. First of all, I couldn't log into the stupid Chromebook. Um, Actually, I guess I'm more of the stupid one, not the Chromebook. And then I realized I don't know how to do this math, this new math thing. I mean, what kid doesn't know how to carry the one? I found myself getting the calculator out on my phone and checking his answers because I couldn't figure out the common core method. All of a sudden, I don't know, it was just... Everything was feeling so weird. So if any of that sounds familiar, um, or maybe you have teenagers who are not happy with their social lives, taking a dump and homeschooling is just not the cool thing, or you have a child with a disability and you wish all you had to do was get through a normal school day routine. Um, I can totally relate to that. Our youngest, Zeke, had been receiving all of his therapy at school, speech, occupational, physical therapy, and um, after the quarantine and the distance learning began, all of his therapy actually stopped. His therapists reached out to me and basically told me they had no idea how to administer his therapy virtually. They were just at a complete loss and kind of just, you know, gave me a whole bunch of assignments and activities that I could try to do with him. And it was a little overwhelming on my end as well. I remember that first day. I was, you know, kind of figuring everything out with little Dale, and then with Zeke, I sat him in my lap, and I'm like, okay, so I opened up the Chromebook, logged in, started to read the story, and Zeke immediately squirmed out of my lap and just ran off. So I get up, bring him back, get all excited so he can see that this is, you know, a big deal, and he just was not having it. And I tried to do the manipulations and the different activities and he was, his attention span was just not there. And I, I'll be honest, I had a moment where I actually had to just walk away. I was super frustrated for more than just a moment. Honestly, for like a couple hours, I was, it was really hitting me hard and I was thinking, how am I going to do this? How do I go from juggling our career and working from home as much as possible, doing phone interviews, and a big part of what I do right now is interviewing and assisting with training and a lot of different things where I'm on the phone a lot and I'm trying to keep the kids quiet and enter interlace school and everything else in between. And then this, on top of everything, was just a lot. So we all have our different walks of life and different scenarios and it's going to look differently for for each of us but i want to encourage you that you're not alone and you know you just gotta just figure out ways to fill your cup and that's kind of the title of this 
episode is what are ways that you can actually fill your cup? What does fill your cup? I'm, I'm super curious and I think it's really important and I really want to dive deep just for a couple minutes into this and I think you'll understand why and I want you to do something for me. to imagine you are a cup. Think of the resources you give every day as water. Okay, just bear with me. The energy, time, and resources you give to others are holes in the bottom of your cup. A cup that is losing water is kind of like a life that's just filled with desperation, anxiety, stress. But when your cup is getting full and you're gaining water in that cup you're happy you feel revived refreshed and you feel hopeful so basically if you give more each day than you get your life will get worse and worse and i think as moms especially we and even as women we we can fall into that trap a lot where we're giving and we're giving and we're giving and we're draining our cup and there's this song We used to sing in church when I was a little girl called Fill My Cup, Lord. And I never forgot that song. And I remember sitting in these old, hard, wooden pews in the sanctuary and hearing this song and never understanding what it was and what it meant. But I'm going to sing that for you now because I think it really speaks to what we're, you know, kind of what we're discussing and, and, and kind of mulling over. And I think it will make a lot of sense. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench this thirsting in my soul. Bread from heaven, feed me till I want no take my cup fill it up and make me whole i don't know about you but it really hits home right this is how you raise yourself up and others ask god to fill your cup strengthen your mind and your body You have to live every day inside this body of yours, you know, (laughs) so you need to keep it strong and you, you can't, you can't give to anyone else from an empty cup, guys. You need to fill it up. You need God to help you. You need to take time to take care of yourself, take care of your family. And as you work to strengthen your body, your mind might resist. This is probably going to happen. You may struggle with self-doubt, fear past failures and just keep in mind that in order for your body to gain strength your mind has to come along with it this creates balance on that note i'm going to share with you a personal story and kind of tie all this in together as i'm ending this segment um, to something super crazy that happened to me last week So guess what guys, 
I actually learned how to swim. You heard right. I'm 33 years old and never knew how to swim. Pretty crazy. In fact, I've always had a major anxiety with water and have been deathly afraid of it my whole life. My husband, Dale, has tried off and on to get me to learn through the years, and I always resisted. Um, In fact, whenever I would try, I would go into like this full-blown panic attack. But ironically, we moved to Florida two years ago, which is surrounded in three sides by the ocean. And then to top it off, we got an in-ground pool put in. And with two little boys, I knew I really needed to learn how to swim. But this is where it comes to the mind thing I was mentioning earlier. I could not get my body to relax and float rather than sink because my mind wouldn't let me. And Dale actually kept telling me that it was a mind thing. And I always got kind of annoyed at him for saying that. But it's actually true. So for whatever reason, last Thursday, I decided I wasn't going to let my mind get in the way of this anymore. So I started out by dunking my head underwater and holding my breath with my hand over my nose and my mouth. And then did that a few times to get kind of used to the water and being in it, getting it over my head. And then I tried dunking underneath without my hand over my mouth and my nose and came up sputtering and choking and gagging like a total idiot. <laughs> but it was a stepping stone. So I did that a couple times and then I stared at Dale and I thought, you know, he's right here. He's going to help me if something happens. I'm not alone. I'm not all by myself thrown in like sinking or trying to survive and swim for my life. I can do this. And, you know, it it all started with those little steps and I'm going to say it was about, I don't know, maybe 45 minutes later. I actually swam all the way to the other end of my pool, all by myself. No floaties, (laughs) no goggles. I mean, I completely did that. And when I got to the other end of the pool and I touched this stone and, and hung onto it and pulled myself up, I had the biggest smile because I triumphed and I won. It was a win. And it was a moment where I finally allowed my mind and body to sink. I was taking care of something that I knew I needed to learn for safety, for even for my health, and to enjoy and to spend more time with the family rather than sitting at the shallow end of the pool on the steps like a little baby splashing around. <laughs> I was actually now I'm, I'm able to actually swim with the kids and have fun. So I share all of this to. Um, you know, encourage all of you out there, wherever you're at in life, whatever you're doing, however this homeschooling thing is working for you, whatever you need to do, take the time to fill up your cup and figure that out, whatever that looks like for you. Rely upon God, kind of like I felt with Dale and, you know, being there with me in the pool. God is with you. He's right there. He has not left you. He's not going to let you drown. So if you feel like you're in over your head and you're struggling right now, whatever you're going through, God does not want you to let it overcome you. And you don't have to succumb to your fear 
or your anxiety, you don't have to constantly feel like you have to deplete yourself to give to others. Take some time to fill up your cup, my friends. You will not regret it. You will be a better person for it. You will be able to do more. You'll be able to live longer. Give more if you take some time to do that. So that's all I had for you guys today. And I just want to thank you again so much for listening. It really means a lot to me. And I hope that this encouraged you, brought you some cheer, made you smile. And I hope you'll keep listening and tune in for my next episode. Thank you all so much and have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.